Hey, this is Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown, and I'm joined by... Sean Jenkins, lead singer from Divinity. It's great to be chatting to you tonight. First of all, how would you best describe Divinity to any of our listeners who aren't currently familiar with your music? Uh, well, we're not, uh, we're not easily pegged into one sound, is the best thing I like to think. That we're quite diverse in our sound. Although, you know, we, we've been kind of put into the melodic death metal, progress, sorry, melodic progressive death metal genre, so, you know, that, that kind of says, uh, says a lot in, in one, one genre, so, yeah. Does the band's name, Divinity, have a particular significance to you? Well, you know, that the name kind of came from a, from a Pantera lyric, from the song Domination. There's a, there's a lyric that says, a now blacked heart reaches out to divinity. And I, I, I didn't know what the word, this is, you know, way back when I was a young guy, back in high school and uh, even junior high. And uh, I didn't know what that word meant. And I looked it up and I just really liked the meaning of it all. And, and uh, the, you know, when I started a band, it, it, that, was the, that was the name to go with. Can you explain the whole concept behind the Immortalists? You released one and then two. Okay, so the Immortalist is a, is a concept idea. We like to do concepts, not just kind of write about anything. We like to kind of come up with a story or, or like I'm saying, a concept of some sort. So, yeah, the Immortalist is a, is a, a, a storyline of uh, this character who figures out how to become immortal. And uh, we, we decided to break this up. Instead of, you know, spending, say, five years making an al- a full-length album, just at the rate that we get things done, uh, we decided to break th- break it up into three EPs, so four songs on a on an EP, and and then we can get music out sooner, kind of thing, and more frequently. So we decided, yeah, to, to do a like a trilogy, three part story, kind of break it up, uh, you know, like lots of lots of big stories are doing that now. You break it up into three parts, and, and it gives you lots of lyrical content to to work with. So that was kind of the rough idea there. I love the album artwork on the second EP. That would make a cool tattoo. Would you have a tattoo of that on yourself? Oh, man, yeah. I don't know how much that would cost. <laughs> You'd have to do it pretty big to get it right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be something crazy to do. Uh, I don't know if I would do it. Maybe we can get one of the other guys in the band drunk enough to do it. <laughs> I reckon you should definitely do it. Yeah, it looks really cool. It'd be good on the back, something like that. But, I yeah. mean... You need to have a six pack at the front to go with it. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, when you get to my age, you've got a beer gut, and it's not good, is it? <laughs> For sure. Right. This is a long question now. Then I recently asked the German band, like yourselves, a similar question to this one. You've been signed to big record labels in the past. You guys were with Nuclear Blast and Candlelit Records. Do you feel that your chances were missed, or are you happier to be back to an independent label and more of an underground metal band? Well, that was that whole. It was kind of a period of time in our in our career, and it was definitely you know we definitely don't regret anything, or we don't kind of uh, you know anything anything too negative about it. It was it was more just you know an amazing experience to be to be recognized by a world class. You know, we put out our first album and we went really hard independently, and we did want to be signed at that point. You know, we're young guys looking to tour the world, that whole thing, and and uh, when Nuclear Blast sent you a record deal we were just you know this is it this is this is the big turning point and it, and it really did change a lot of things for us we got a lot of great recognition but i think you know then then 
the realities of what it really takes to stay signed and and grow your your band's name and all that it was the true challenge of it all because uh we realized the support there is is very hard to find even with nuclear blast and uh and candlelight they had a you know they could only do so much for us they definitely put us in the spotlight but at the end of the day you still kind of have to the band itself has to drum up that financial support and 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 the other you know time and effort to to do a lot for the band itself and uh you know so with nuclear blast we that first album it did great we sold a whole bunch of records but it just quite wasn't enough for what they were looking for so they decided not to go with our second album and so we shopped it around and, and candlelight came along and offered us to, to you know put out the second album and that's great so we kept kind of working with a, a bigger label and and we noticed the same things again where they would kind of push us at first and then you're kind of on your own and, and that's fine for a well-established band but i mean we just kind of came out of nowhere and no one knows who we are and we're being released with the latest fear factor or the latest in flames and you know everyone knows them but who's these divinity guys kind of thing and it's hard to hard to keep it going when uh you know we're just not making huge sales and you know the the financial part of the of being in a band is a huge challenge so that's where you know it kind of faded away on us and and we did kind of go through a period of you know we needed to take a break and all that and then just coming back to that immortalist uh ep and all that uh that's when we kind of realized we you know what, we don't want to look for labels. We kind of did that thing, and that's great. And in the end, we just, we're just we happiest being independent now. We don't have to worry about you know record sales and all, and all kinds of the stresses of being on a label. And we've just come to realize we just want to do it for the music. We just love playing heavy metal. So kind of that's the big story of being signed to two big labels over the years. So talking about tours, I see on Facebook today you're doing a massive world tour. <laughs> Myself, I, uh, I had to join in the fun of April Fools and, uh, and yeah, and announce our first world tour, two shows a day, for, every day for a year. Look, yeah, it looked pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, I mean, pretty I hectic. wish it wasn't a joke. I wish that was real, and I wish I was, you know, about to play a show today every other day for the year all over the world. That'd be amazing. But yeah. I don't know who would pay for that, and I don't know if our wives and our you know, and our jobs would be around at the end of the end of the tour. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us about any festivals you have lined up? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, we you know we can we we are playing a few shows. We uh, we like to kind of pick and choose and play kind of kind of bigger shows. You know when we can instead of just oversaturating it all, playing all the time and all that. We like to kind of wait and let it build up. So we're going to be playing with a band actually next Friday uh, in a week here with uh, West of Hell. They're from Vancouver. And uh, they're a really awesome band. Uh, that's a local show here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And then uh, we've got a, cu- a couple more shows in Alberta lined up. And we're, we're, still, we're still working on a few more things later in the fall. Uh, we're, we're looking to go out to Quebec, out to Eastern Canada side. That Eastern Canada has a much more developed metal scene. So we're looking to get out there. And uh, or you know we're we're looking to kind of do the like this, this idea of smaller one-off shows, fly somewhere, play a cool couple shows, and then that's it. Instead of 
you know, doing a big, huge commitment to a tour and all that. We just want to jump in, play an awesome show, and then get out kind of thing. <laughs> so we've got a few booked for now, and we're working on some more ideas. What's the metal scene like since you first started? Well, you, well man, since we first started, uh, it was tiny, no nothing happening. I mean, Western Canada is, is one of the, I would say, smallest and undeveloped metal scenes in the world kind of thing it seems like it anyways i mean looking around at you know all the pictures of all the other shows and and all of that uh so in the beginning it was tiny i would say you know one of uh, i remember we were in our you know 19s and early 20s and you know a 50 people at a show would be a huge a big show that would be like a great turnout you know kind of thing and and that kind of you know it's been a slow but steady kind of growing process of more bands more people supporting and uh you know and and if you notice uh a lot of big tours don't even bother coming through western canada they might play vancouver one city but uh over the years that's been changing a lot more now as so you know bigger tours are coming through and there's more bands and more people so it's slowly been growing and now now you're getting to say a few you know three times that size say we're 150 people to a, a local show you know, so the whole, you know, that's a little more realistic and uh, that's kind of what's happening these days. So it's definitely, you know, growing in a positive direction, but it's definitely been pretty small overall, and but slow and steady. I mean, of course, Canada has a huge metal rock pedigree with bands like Annihilator, Exciter, Rush, Anvil, etc, etc. Oh, yeah. Which bands from your home country influenced you growing up? Uh, let me think. Well... You know, being on the western side, we have Devin Townsend. He was a major influence, and I found out about him at a really young age. So, I mean, I've been following him for from his first uh, that Infinity album and uh, and uh, what that Strapping album, uh, City, and uh, yeah. So Devin Townsend was a massive influence, and then uh, we had. Uh, a band from the prairies in Canada here called Into Eternity. They're, oh, yeah. They were a, a big influence to us. And then a lot of death metal bands out, out east. Like, so we, uh, we had Cryptopsy and uh, who else? Voivod. Mm. Um, and yes, Annihilator was a huge thrash influence to us big time. So yeah, lots of great Canadian metal bands. Can you remember the first gig you went to? It was, I started off huge. I went I went right off to a Metallica concert. Yeah. <laughs> I just got blown away and... I was getting into metal at that point. This was in, in high school. It was, uh, it might have been around uh, Metallica's Load Tour era. I was, you know, I was just, I was a little bit later. I was about 16 or 17, little later teens getting into metal. But it hit me hard to the point where I wanted to start my own band, and here I am still doing it. So, yeah, I started with all, all with Metallica. Are there any bands that you'd love to share a stage with? huge list with that easily just as soon as you said that uh gojira um testament um some more uh, there's a textures soil work um <laughs> the list <laughs> yeah, goes on hey yeah. <laughs> i saw textures uh, a couple of weeks ago they oh, cool. awesome man absolutely awesome yeah they are really really exciting right now they just put out that new album and That's they're right. just doing so well it's great yeah they supported amorphous oh cool oh, i love yeah. amorphous i'm just yeah. <laughs> but yeah it was fantastic it was really really good okay i've got a silly question for, i've got a couple of silly questions for sure. you try to mix them up a bit labats or maple syrup oh that's easy 
maple syrup. <laughs> would you be a bear or a moose? Fuck. I think I would be a bear. I can't yeah, believe I just asked you that question, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to make it light, you know? Yeah. Well, you don't want to hit a moose with a car. I mean, you don't want to hit a bear with a car either. But, you know, people kind of hit hit moose in, in, in Canada here. And, man, it's like hitting... A brick wall. I can it's, imagine. It's devastating. Those things, those guys are huge. They're surprisingly like their head, their bodies go way above your car, kind of thing. Like it's yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like <laughs> over here, we get like a lot of deer because yeah. I live up in the wilds, um, running across the road and that. And it's like for some people, joking or not, it's like hit the deer because you've got some some venison to eat. Then is that like uh-huh. with the moose? Do you eat the moose? <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, talking of moose, right? Do you remember moose head beer? Oh yeah, yeah, moose head. Yeah, we still drink that. Oh man, I used to fucking love that stuff. We I co- think that's coming out of Eastern Canada, and we got a guy in our band. One of our singers. We there's two singers in the band, and the other singer he loves moose head. He's always yeah. getting moose head beer. Yeah, yeah. I just had to ask you kids. We used to always get it in the UK, and I don't know. They just don't sell it anymore. But oh, we used geez. to love it, man. You know. <laughs> We used, we used to have a moose head song anyway. <laughs> Can you give me four words to des- describe divinity? Sure, okay. Um, diverse, uh, dynamic, heavy, and loud. Cool. Hopefully, you're going to be releasing the next EP this year? Yes, well, that is the plan. We've been. You know, our first EP was 2013, and it's been a big process, like a learning process of recording ourselves. And this year, you know, it's really come into fruition, and yet we pumped out part two, and we're right keeping the flow going, not slowing down. And we've already got the part three written, and the drums are recorded, and so we've got a show next week, but after that show, we're back on recording, and we're looking to release it by July or August, so we're just... You know, we're going full tilt here and we want to get part three done and keep that buzz going and keep the momentum going. So That's awesome. It's been really great talking to you tonight. Can you give us some final words for our listeners and your fans? Yeah, yeah. Check out our website, divinity.ca or on Facebook. It's just slash Divinity Metal. Follow along and uh, maybe you'll see us on our fake world tour coming up. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> right on. <laughs> This is Sean Jenkins from Divinity, and you're listening to The Metal Gods Meltdown.
Far from over, far from where